Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. Now, I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Joseph in California. He says, hey, Victor, I love your podcast. I have real estate as my primary source of retirement income. So building that portfolio of properties I intend to hold is something I want to do aggressively and smartly. We've got $100,000 to move forward with another property or properties, though the prices are making me shy of moving forward. The interest rates are making the buys profitable. However, I'm sensing that waiting till the frenzy calms down will make smarter use of money. Even if interest rates go up a little, I know your crystal ball is broken currently, nor are you here to give me specific personal advice. I was wondering if your thoughts align with mine. Listening to Robert Kiyosaki, he seems to be waiting till a downturn to start buying. My thoughts are interest rates can always be adjusted after the purchase. The purchase price can't. So Victor, is my aggressive patience warranted right now? Well, Joseph, this is a great question. There's multiple disjoint factors at play. Real estate values can go up and down like waves on the ocean. There's waves on the ocean all the time. Your question is about the tide. Is the tide going in or out? Are interest rates going up or down? Are prices going to keep rising with demand or will we see a market implosion? We've arguably gone through a once in a century event with a pandemic. Now, while we're not through it entirely, it looks like most real estate markets have survived. There have been local impacts. If you knew the pandemic was coming back in 2019 and that the economy was going to contract 30% in the matter of weeks, what would you have done differently with that knowledge? Would you have stopped investing? Would you have waited to invest? See, a good investment in 2019 was also a good investment in 2020 and 21. A marginal investment in 2019 was also a bad investment in 2020 and 2021. The pandemic was the tide going out in a big way. The injection of lending liquidity by the Federal Reserve was a countercurrent. It's a little too soon to run the retrospective on the fiscal and monetary policy during the pandemic to know if it was effective or what the side effects will be. We know one side effect, probably, and that's the effect of inflation. As you know, local waves on the ocean can be more impactful than the tide. The waves are hyperlocal. They're influenced by local conditions. That means the specific location. You might have waves crashing on the rocks, and only 100 feet away, the conditions can be vastly different. Local weather can also dominate. That means getting hyper-specific and hyper-local. And without overstretching the waves analogy, the specific conditions in the local economy can dominate. For example, Manhattan saw a net exodus of about 30,000 people in the past year, many into the suburbs, some to Florida or other parts of the nation. While prices dropped in Manhattan, they went up in parts of New Jersey only a few miles away. So rather than getting caught up in the worry about the tide, I suggest sticking to your fundamentals, making sure that your local submarket conditions are strong, that is where you want to invest. I want to see more demand than supply. I want to see economic growth with influx of jobs and population. I want to see that the jobs are resilient to economic cycles and a well-diversified local economy. So for that reason, I would rule out some locations. For example, I will not invest in Detroit or Chicago. Both are shrinking cities. I also won't invest in Las Vegas. Now, some will argue that there's signs of long-term growth in Vegas, and there's a history of growth, but I'm also seeing existential threats to that community. So maybe it's just me, 
I would not invest in Vegas. There's local opportunities of underserviced asset types. For example, in many communities in South Florida, there are shortages of boat and RV storage. Going hyper-specific here, I'm here trying to illustrate a point. Even if the stock market falls 30% and there's financial blood in the streets, those boats and RVs still exist. They still need a place to be stored. They're not going to be going in people's driveways. A few people might choose to sell their boat in a moment of financial hardship. But understand, the percentage of the economy who even own a boat, they're likely more resilient to economic shocks. You might also feel a little safer if you invested in adding a bit of supply to an underserved market segment. Assuming, of course, you can make the numbers work. You don't want to pay too much for the land or spend too much building the facilities. The numbers need to pencil. But as soon as you get into a hyper-local conversation about boat and RV storage, say in West Palm Beach, you're not likely going to get wrapped up in discussions about interest rates or whether there's another recession coming around the corner. You're probably a good distance removed from feeling the impact of a stock market crash. You might find there's been a shortage of that asset class for the past 30 years, which, by the way, has spanned multiple economic cycles. But even that analysis might not be specific enough. You might find that there's plenty of boat and RV storage for boats that are under 25 feet in length, but a massive shortage for boats that are above 30 feet in length. See, we want to get that specific. And when you do, the conversation about the local market opportunity dominates the conversation about whether the tide's going in or out. So Joseph, hopefully that analogy gives you a slightly different perspective. I want to thank you for a fantastic question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.